Okay, Tom, our OG sponsor, Silver Cross. Silver Cross. Silver Cross Subreach Him and everybody listening is your go-to place for any quality home accessibility equipment you are looking for. Okay, where are they located? 760 Notre Dame Avenue here in Sudbury or call them at 705-222-0700. They're here to keep your loved ones in, in the home longer, in their home comfort longer, right, Mace? Yeah, you can get chair chair lifts all the way up to uh, not just a single uh, stairwell. You can go stairwell to stairwell with the little, I don't know what you call that overhanging flat part, but it's awesome. It lets, at least Versatile. my, I have family members that it's allowed them, Silver Cross came in, put the lift in. It's allowed them to stay in their house uh, throughout their older age. And uh, it's really something you can't put a price on if you really think about it. Love it. Tom. One more thing to say. When you go visit them on 760 Notre Dame Avenue, like I mentioned, you will see Dean and Chantel Jacqueline, who are the owners. And trust me, they are first-class people and will make your experience visiting Silver Cross a great one. Service is everything. We love Silver Cross. And with that, Mason, bring in that sweet April wine. Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon. Just stir your drags and sickness still without a rustic spoon. Now come on, people, live with me where the light has never shone. And my hornets flock like hummingbirds speaking in a foreign tongue. This is my life, this is my life, this is my life, my life. This is my life, this is my life, this is my life. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to week 124, 124 of Behind the Bench. BTB is back in action here, folks. Um, after a week, we just gave you a little interview action uh, last week. Now the boys are back here snapping it. Um, we have Roberto, who is fresh off a Italia trip from uh, the motherland. And we also have Tom, who had himself quite the Labor Day weekend. <laughs> you would have thought he was in Greece. But uh, yeah, Robbie B, I'll always send it to you uh, when, you, when you're when you coming back from uh, a trip. So let's hear it, buddy. How are you doing? Boys, um, Unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable honestly <laughs> um it, it i was i'm not gonna lie i was a little bit dark today um i i got back from the trip <laughs> sunday uh yesterday was kind of a maintenance day uh it was kind of a good bad thing that things were closed you really couldn't get up to much but just kind of get get the laundry done get get things going and, and get back to it and today it was the dreaded open the email and just be bombarded with just all kinds of stuff since you bring on. So it was a bit dark. And then obviously coming here tonight. How I many am, emails? Robbie so B? Um, I, I went through a lot of them yesterday and it was actually honestly not that bad. I thought it was going to be okay. way worse. I was gone a week and a half. So I was expecting like five, 600, but it was two fifty. So which is not insane. terrible. Still yeah, insane. So, <laughs> yeah, he held he held the trigger button on the delete, just let it just fly. Yeah. yeah, literally. Um, but no, the trip was was absolutely amazing. Um, was in Italy 10 days, left uh two Wednesdays ago. Um we flew into Rome, um, was in Rome with uh Baz, my brother, and his wife Karen. 
did some sightseeing first day, saw my cousin, um, which is amazing. Haven't seen her since last summer, went out for dinner and drinks. And so my first night we're out until one in the morning, which just became like the usual time to be out like on a weekday. And then the weekends were later. Um, then went to Milano, had two engagements for my brother's friend group, which is awesome. Lots oh of celebrating. God. Also went to an AC Milan soccer game, their season opener, uh, opener against Torino. Um, unbelievable. It's just like we don't the San Siro baby. The San Siro is like so. Dude, you you told magical. me to put a bet on it, and I, sh- I should have put my TFSA. That was like over before it even started that game. Yeah, it was lock of the century. I said. Uh, Rome, Roma, or not Roma to win, uh, AC Milan to win and Pulisic to score. And I think he had about like five grade A scoring opportunities and scored a goal. Giroud is nuts. He has like four goals in, in two games. Um, unbelievable atmosphere. Like there's, there's 73,000 people at it, but it's like, it's so different compared to like football because like pregame, there's not just like people like tailgating with their trucks. There's like literally little Panino places that are like making paninos and like official like caterers barbecuing stuff and everyone's just like drinking beer and wine and eating paninos pregame and like everyone is like so happy to be all together it was awesome it was like such a cool experience too um then was in lake como for a few days so kind of like a little self little self trip little r&r myself which was awesome um did a nice hike there as well which was, was cool and then verona for a few days to visit family so some family i haven't seen in 10 plus years um which was awesome so just being did able you to get the uh and did speak you get... english Robbie? some of them can yeah so some of them yeah. can some of them can't so it was a good test for uh for the old italian which is awesome did you, so... did you get the um the old euro oh my god you're so beautiful you're so grown up did you get no i don't i don't get that no i don't you don't get, get that. that anymore okay. no mary angela's the one who gets that also i i i did get that you need you need a nice italian boy mary angela that's what they yeah. probably said. Yeah. yeah no i i get the i get i get the words your nice italian girlfriend i'm like hey listen i'm trying i'm trying how far are you man yeah yeah listen listen I, I I can offer a visa. So, um, but anyways, <laughs> Dude, a coworker at Greece, uh, a coworker at Greece, coworker at work was telling me just to avoid every other lady in Sudbury and just move to Greece and just find someone there because they'll make my parents extremely happy, as we all know. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent factual statement. Factual statement. Um. So, anyways, that was a couple of days. Then I go back to Milano for like I think the fi- family was obviously the highlight of the trip, but like the fun unofficial highlighted trip Friday, Saturday at Monza racetrack, formula one, um, like the Italian grand prix Ferrari's home race. It was just like the pinnacle for me. It was my first F one race. First time, obviously going to, uh, like any sort of Ferrari type event. And it was just like, it was so electric. So Friday, it just like trying to soak everything up. There's like a hundred thousand people every day there at this racetrack, just watching like cars go by, which is again, a crazy Saturday, Saturday was electric. Um, basically, so Tom, I don't know. You obviously don't understand like Formula One. Too no, much, I saw but... your stories and I liked every single one. I just zoomed, yeah. this car was just zooming by me. I had no clue. I did watch Sunday, Sunday here Sunday with my cousins because they love it. So I, I was into yeah. it a bit, but um, Max so, Verstappen is basically this year's, year's kind of boring. It's yeah, that's boring, a write-off. But, they said, but I'll give mm-hmm. you, I'll give you like the high level. So Friday's just like a practice day for Formula One. They just kind of fuck around, just get used to the track. Um, and then Saturday is the qualifying. So you're trying to set best lap time 
for your positioning on how you start for Sunday. Mm-hmm. So Saturday comes around and it's like kind of a three staggered approach for qualifying. So 20 cars, then the slowest five cars get canceled out and you move to round two, then the slowest five cars get canceled out and you have 10 cars left and you're just trying to set the fastest time that you can. And there's only 10 cars on the track going around. So both Ferraris made it to the kind of the uh, qualifying three, which was electric two. And it's like, there's now time expired um, for it. And it's like the last lap going around. And so the last like three cars are Ferrari, Red Bull, Ferrari. And at this point going into the last track, like uh, Ferrari is, I think two and four, which are still two like very solid starting positions anyways. And so first Ferrari, Charles Leclerc finishes his lap time and he sets first. So he's now starting pole position first crowds electric. They're going crazy. Then Verstappen comes behind him. He goes first. So all these Red Bull fans start coming up and like uh, yelling at all the Italian Ferrari fans like, oh, we told you, oh, Verstappen's the best, blah, blah, blah. And like five seconds later, the other Ferrari guy comes around, Carlos signs, and he gets first. And it was like the most electric atmosphere. It was honestly like the Stanley Cup had just been won by the Leafs, Tom. It was like everyone was like, like jumping around as you're walking out like people are crying and this is like it's qualifying it's not like they won the race like they literally just set the qualifying position so so cool to see um but the only shit thing is like again 150,000 people there I think on qualifying day so like your ingress and egress was a disaster took me three hours to get back to the hotel afterwards too so not fantastic um but honestly otherwise solid performance and I also came away I got little trivia. So I won trivia on the Friday with our like group and I got this Lewis Hamilton mini helmet. Look at that. That's, That's sick. sick. Yeah. It's, it's a half size. I can't, I can't put it. It looks on, like but... it fit none of our heads. Cause we got big domes, but maybe Mason's. No, I almost want to put it on like a little baby to test out. And then it even like works. You can even like the thing like opens pops up. No way, yeah. man. That's wicked. Yeah. Look at the yeah. foam inside too. All the cushion. Eh? Oh yeah. It's like, there's no joke. That's you could you could put that on like a, a little small dog or something, honestly. So Damn. yeah, honestly, overall great. Um, and then Mary Angela was like a, a real G and she came to uh to Montreal to pick me up. Shout out. So nice, um, she's, dude. She she's honestly like my uh my battle performer. That was awesome. But yeah, anyways, great trip. How, how was the um what was I gonna ask you? The whole airline getting home. I like hearing the plane stories because man, that plane ride takes a toll on me every single time. It honestly, both ways isn't like I don't mind the airplane stuff, and both ways wasn't bad. How was the food? Uh, How was the food on the airplane? It's not great. I would say right the only. Off. How was thing... the food in Italy? Never mind the airplane. <laughs> How was the food in Italy? Dude, it was um, a lot. Honestly, unbelievable. The restaurants and stuff are great, but then like, what's even better is like the family cook meals. So like, the my first day in Verona, yeah. I went from like. When lunch... you guys eat at like ten o'clock? Yeah. So night? lunch was at like <laughs> three o'clock. Yeah. Uh, and I had homemade lasagna, like obviously the full antipasto spread with like all kinds of like fresh prosciutto, mortadella, yeah. all kinds of stuff like that, cheese. Um, then homemade lasagna for like the your like premium, like your your first meal. And then we had like this like amazing, it was like slow cooked like chicken in this like cream sauce, so good with cheese and everything, amazing, like stuffed almost like salt and boca style too. And mm. then like then you have your your dolce like your dessert but mm-hmm. then after after your dessert you have like an amato as like your 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 kind of like drink post but then you also have after that 
a coffee for like an espresso so it was like your whole meals are like three hours but it's unbelievable and then that night i go over to my other cousin's house uh they made homemade linguine with like with fresh truffles too like truffle pasta which is unbelievable and then like homemade sausages um homemade meatballs with sauce fried and then like uh, it was just and also so good man so for you the fruit is so good but so like, fresh know, so I don't good know why it's like it's it's grown different. there me yeah yeah it's completely it's... different like i, I took up no I'll gmos a no i'll send a picture of a fig to you guys too it's like oh. purple it's like what like, you don't get don't any good figs here that's a fact no so no, I mean, you can't get a like, good fig yet we get disrespected yeah. in north america it's unbelievable a hundred percent it's not even close yeah okay tom i have one airline story though of one and the only flying. reason why i asked that airline yeah. story because when we were hopping on before i had the major giggles because i actually was involved in some reading of the articles and i saw the delta airline read i'm not sure if you guys are following up on what happened with a flight that was supposed to go to atlanta to barcelona oh I'm not the sure one the bi- <laughs> i'm not sure you heard about it dude no i haven't you haven't heard a single thing okay before robbie tells his story i'll give you a breakdown of it because the overdrive guys were talking about it and jim i was literally on the couch maybe i'm just tired dying so a flight from atlanta to barcelona about two hours into the flight basically a quarter of the way past the atlantic ocean had to turn around to go back to atlanta for a biohazard issue so moments when that happens like the pilots on i guess the audio we're turning around probably everyone's freaking out gas leak whatever you're thinking worst case ontario right turns out jim the biohazard was a person that just had (laughs) raging diarrhea dude and (laughs) it's like you couldn't have just locked yourself in the washroom and there's videos like there's pictures of it now all over twitter because i did some more digging disgusting like all up and down the aisles bro and oh, it, dude, okay. dude TMI. imagine being TMI. this guy though That's anyways i, I was in tears and the only reason why i thought of it because it's the same duration length of like what robbie would go through if we go to greece oh, or whatever I, I lose it. and like imagine like anyways it was tmi for sure but it, back yeah it's having to fly back three hours in like do you take a pull halfway through like do we just got <laughs> into barcelona we're basically halfway there but no they had to turn around land in the ocean yeah that's it but uh, that's all I got for you, Robbie. You could tell your story, but man, Shim, I'll send you the link if you want to. It, it is not that disgusting if you want to read up on it because it is hilarious, hilarious. Yeah, this is. So we're on the way there, and I was sitting. It was one of those three. I think it was three, four, three. So three on the two outsides, four in the middle. Um, and I ended up sitting with a brother and sister who were like a bit. They were like post-university so i would say like probably your guys age okay um but from somewhere in italy like they spoke like very little english but it was fine anyways i could like understand them and communicate with them anyways um sister was really nice but the brother was like the youngest of like a group of like six siblings it was like you could tell it was like very much a spoiled one so anyways we're like an hour into this flight and it's like it the the stewardess would like pass things down okay here's like your water or here's like your food and this guy was like not passing anything down he would just like at force me to like reach over his sister to like go grab it or like the sister would pass it over i'm like hey man like a little bit disrespectful whatever it's fine yeah anyways now we're like midway through the flight and it's like 
kind of night. So most people are like watching a movie or sleeping, but it was like kind of towards the beginning of it. And his sister needs to go to like the washroom. And so she's like, Hey, move out of the way. I need to go to the washroom. And he's like, no, I'm not getting up. So like, you're not going to the washroom basically. And she's like, no, I need to go to the washroom. So she ends up having to like, he's like full lounge, like sleeping on his side in the thing, like having to literally climb over this guy to go out. And I'm like, okay, man, that's like kind of disrespectful, but like, for sure it is. But I get like the brother sister banter. It's fine. So anyways, we're like, again, probably another hour goes by and I'm like, okay, I got to go to the washroom now. So I'm getting out. So I tell the sister, okay. She's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go to like, and so goes to the brother. Hey, we got to go to the washroom. And he goes, I'm not moving again. And I'm like, Hey buddy, I'm not a small dude. Like basically. So wait, you are all the way where I'm are all, you in the window. I'm in the window. I should have, I should have prefaced that too. Oh, so I'm you're far, trapped there. I'm literally trapped at this point, which I hate the window seat. Like, Oh I, bro, bro. That's bro. The that, yeah. it's the it's, worst. It's, it's the, worst. the worst. And they changed. I selected the aisle seat and they changed me to a window seat. It's the worst. Like I was, I so was he mad, wasn't but getting I was like, up? so he wasn't getting up. So the sister goes and she's like, move. Like there's two of us. We got to go. And he's like, no, I'm sleeping. And he's saying all this in Italian. So I'm like, oh my god! Sure, so she, that guy did I. So she crawls over him, and I'm like, listen, I'm not a small guy. So either like you're getting a a, a face full of like my behind, or like you're moving. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he did not move. So needless to say, he got smushed, and I he was not happy after. This. I would hate to see this. <laughs> and what is Robbie's, Robbie's caboose is in his face. So, yeah, come on, man, you're stubborn. So, I mean, did I embellish it a little bit? Did I embellish it a little bit? But I was like, also like, hey, man, like move out of the way. So anyways. Oh, you should have sold like, that though, bro. Like you're paying the same amount as him. Like, what are you, what are we doing here? Like, so anyways, so he like, he started and he's like, kind of saying Italian things under his breath that I could like, I understand him as I'm going to the washroom. So I'm like, okay, we'll watch what happens. So I come back, his, the sister comes back too. He does the same thing to the sister, doesn't move and go over. Uh, like and as we're like she's goes she's like oh shit i gotta come back out does the same thing he's not moving so i'm going in and i'm like listen like buddy and i say it in italian like either move or like you're getting it again anyways he decides to get up and i went back in <laughs> that yeah. is so good it's oh just like God. oh people are so wild man it's but anyways oh that was insane. like the only that was the yeah. only thing that happened on the flight, but otherwise it was it was pretty smooth. Dude, it's a takeoff for me that gets me because it's like you're really getting elevated, and once I'm in the air, I'm fine. But man, that first like 20 minutes, and you're just like, are you a nervous car? No, like just the start, I am. But once I'm up there and I'm just like throw a movie on, whatever, I'm fine, chilling, sleep. But yeah, yeah. I see. I've never, I've never done like Jim, it's an long, eight hour. Bro. It's a grind, man. Well, if you it, can't fall asleep, it's tough. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, Bobby B. I I I I did you I'm sleep like much? Thirty minutes I, max on those things. Yeah, you sleep for like I don't know, thirty forty five an hour, and then like you wake up because there's like okay they're coming around with like drinks or food or something like that. Also, I should say the other disrespectful thing that this guy did. They came around with like drinks the one time, and like you know how you're like also at times like dozing in and out, and I'm like literally watching a movie with the headphones. And they, they didn't say, like, hey, do you want anything, blah, 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 like, as they go by. So I missed them the one time. And I'm like, okay, that kind of sucks, but whatever. I've got my bottle of water. Anyways, then in the morning when they brought, like, the breakfast over, 
like I was again dozing in and out. And usually what they do is they just toss it like the person beside you. And I did it actually on the way back home. You open their tray and just toss like the food on the tray. And yeah, they'll nice get it guy. When they wake up. Nice guy. I know what you're this saying. This guy does the same thing where he like, so I also missed breakfast and like coffee on the way there. Cause he was just like, nah, like, and I guess same with the sister too. They're like, nah, we'll just do kind of our own thing. And I'm like, God, dude, like, you, you go, you landed in Montreal makes a trip shorter though. than Toronto. Oh, am I, am I oh, wrong about that? No, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Otherwise Toronto would be like an extra hour or so. Yeah, man. That's yeah. nice. It's only like yeah. seven then for you. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it was eight, but yeah, it would, yeah, it yeah. could have been, yeah, it could have been, been nine shorter. plus. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. Damn, Overall, damn. so solid, but like right away withdrawals when you get back. Like, I was used to having like three to four espressos a day, so like that's not easy to come <laughs> off of. <laughs> and then also like an Aperol spritz, like at least one every day. It's like ah, damn, we should probably probably detox yeah. a little bit. But yeah, so no, don't. But o- overall, solid trip it was awesome. Damn, Good to be back. Good stuff, Robbie. That's awesome. That's awesome, Good Jim. Stuff. How are you, Jim? You're next, buddy. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the anchor this time. Well, I want to apologize uh, for the lighting. I think I could actually get better lighting in prison. I I, I look like I'm in Can, solitary confinement right now. This are you crazy. in the same exact room as last year? No, well, dude, it looks no, like yeah, like I'm deja is, vu it's again. The same like, layout. It's the same layout. The lighting. Yeah, the same sheets. The you have the same everything. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're on the sixth floor this year. That's the top floor. That's the penthouse. Thank you very much. Sixth floor, buddy. So when I come see you, I have to walk. Oh, no, there's an elevator. Oh, there's you take the elevator. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. uh, but yeah, I moved in. Um, we're back here at Nip. It was the first day of classes. It was great to see everybody back again. Oh I was my plugging God, the dude. pod like crazy, boys. Plugging the pod. Name an interesting fact about you. I have a podcast, BTB podcast underscore. Go check it out. Um, that was just shameless that plugs guy, the eh? whole the whole. I day, love that the whole day. Um, and you know, can I say that I I miss? I like classes? to ask you something. No, I like to ask I don't you something. miss the classes, um, but I did miss the people. So we're having a we're having a good time here uh, managing through teachers' college. Yeah, Tom. Okay. Well, my question is, and we had a little moment today, me and you texting during the day. Honestly, I will say I did get a little sad. Me and you brought up the bad days and talking about some props and some classes. We're like two years removed. Two years fully removed, but actually on the way to work, it probably hit me because like everyone's going back to work and like Robbie knows is better than anybody. It's just another normal day now for myself. It's just like, and everyone's like summer's over. Oh my God. Back to, but I'm like, it's the same routine routine now. So like Jim, like, what I'm going to ask you is first day of SPAD versus like your last day, last first last day first of day. Teach, teacher's college. Like, do you have like jitters in that? Cause I still remember like first day frost yeah, day, even with you, man, it yeah. was like, wow. It was crazy. The whole SPAD experience. <laughs> I wish, man, if there was no COVID, I think we would have, I uh, miss it, buddy. And I, I miss I don't know, I, you I every day say, in I that. Like it, it was awesome. I wouldn't say we take it for granted, but I think the COVID, the COVID, whole thing just kind of ruined the whole experience um of it obviously roberto had an electric one your brother um we we kind of missed the boat but you know the people that's what it always comes back to is the people and people we met the memories we had from that like could go on and on that guy letting that f-bomb go during the presentation i'll (sighs) never ever forget that just totally lost where he was (laughs) dropped the f-bomb and everyone starts laughing in the middle of this presentation 
And me and Tom are like the two idiot siblings <laughs> that look at each other and can't stop laughing. I had to turn away. I had to turn away from Tom and not look at him because we started It's like we were in high school, time. bro. It yeah. couldn't help us though, Chip, because whatever oh. I even like slightly looked at you, I was I'd see, done. I'd see the I was tip of Tom's nose and I'd be crying. <laughs> crying. So so there's so many good spad memories. Um, so like many Jimmy of them. full on just let it fly, man. Like <laughs> some of the profs we had, just absolute characters. Yeah, the guy let the F fly. It was like you could hear a pin. Drop. I miss Everyone's it though, buddy. I do life. miss it. I miss you. Yeah. But hey, you're gonna enjoy the work life though. I'm telling you. So well, that's why I said like I'll tell you this: your sixth year of post secondary, I'm ready. Like I'm ready to. Yeah. You're done. To, Dude, I was to, done after th- two. To, you know what I mean? Like. Teacher college should only be one year, um, but whatever. But yeah, no, hundred percent. How was it seeing the roommates, the boys, Marcus? Great, the, oh, it was awesome, man. The I was funny, gonna send Marcus a saying, text. I was gonna send him a text saying, "Yeah, um, I had Shmino for the summer, but can you please take care of him now?" I was gonna yeah. send him that, but we all, um, we all got together, and it was just like, wow, it doesn't even feel like we moved out. Like we're back, and now we're only back for like ten weeks, so it's kind of weird. That you're moving like your whole life. Then you're back for weeks. placement, eh? Placement, yeah. It's 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 gonna be different this time around. But uh no, it's been uh it's been good. Everything's pretty much gone smoothly. Gotta get my parking pass, uh, which was a whole fiasco. No, yeah, um, dude. But you're not, uh you're not getting a parking pass, Jim. No, 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 no. It, I got the order confirmation, we're good to go. I just gotta go and get it. Um the line was like Disney today, so I said I I ain't Unless there's a fast pass, I ain't like um, today. So a couple, couple uh, other notes. Um, we had our draft for the Sunny Guaco Cup. Uh, yes, we did, buddy. We have every yeah, we uh, did every October, which is absolutely electric. Me and Tom are not on the same team once again this year. Um, so that is going to be very interesting. Um, and a nut. So while we're doing this, is why I want to bring this story up. While we're doing this draft, we're at Buzzy Browns. This guy comes up to me and gives me, and I'm sure. I'm sure he's listening now, and I didn't get his name, which I'm sorry about, but he came up to me, and he goes, just want to let you know, I live in Belize now. I'm from here, but I live in Belize, and I listen to the pod all the time, and you guys are awesome. It's my way to keep up with everything around, and I was like, that is awesome. I wow, was so man. fired You didn't up. even tell yeah. me that. That's sick. That That's so why I sick. saved it for the pod. I saved it for the pod. He lives in Belize now. Um and uh, he's from Sudbury, and he's like, yeah, I just it's a way to keep up, and it's awesome, awesome what you guys do. So, yeah, I wish I got his name. If uh, if you're listening, bro, just uh, give us a message. Uh, yeah, it is awesome definitely a conversation connect. starter for sure. It's awesome, dude. It's uh, it's you, we don't really realize what we're no. doing half the time here, but uh, but yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Tom, take it away, bud. You had the cousins over for Labor Day weekend. Oh my god, and <laughs> <laughs> um definition of a write-off i was basically that all weekend i mean boys it was so fun uh everybody knows family time just hits a little bit different um a lot on my end to be honest i don't even know where to start i'm gonna apologize right now for where i'm gonna go on this it's you know typical with my intro uh obviously not many people know but kind of end towards the end of the trip my parents are gone to greece they're coming back this weekend Jim, a lot has happened in my household and i'm telling like 
I tried to do laundry last week. I've done it before. I broke the clothesline. That's a whole different story. Had to call Paulie and Emmy and say like the line snapped. So that's a gong show. Any European family or any family in general knows uh, summertime, you got to throw the clothes on the line and, you know, one wet towel for me and I, and I snapped it. So that's, that's one thing. Um, I'm just going a little bit of side stories before I get into my cousin stuff. Um, cut the grass yesterday me and them is trying to attempt it in 40 40 degree 40 degree weather why do we do that don't know why i get home from um from the golf course yesterday I just went and cleaned up my locker a little bit and practice a bit and i see like half the grass cut yesterday like maybe even a quarter and i'm like what is going on so i pull into the driveway Themis is in the garage. Starts freaking out. He starts freaking. I broke the lawnmower. Nothing's working in this house. I'm like, okay, bro, chill. So we're trying to figure it out. I guess the our lawnmower no snapped. No, it oh. like the wire or the and uh, just the cord snapped and it just doesn't cut anymore. Okay. So fast forward to this now, Chim. Themis is like, I even like, and now he's fuming. I even went to the neighbor. Uh, across the street not ben i went across the street because his garage is open whatever he told me the whole story he goes to start his lawnmower his brakes so now 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 you can't like you can't picture this so themis breaks his our brakes ours we go use the neighbors that one breaks we go knock on ben's door next door and ben's got a little smaller lawnmower because his yard's smaller but ours is a little bit bigger and we have the back whatever and he, yeah, you have to plug his in and it's the whole shenanigans, whatever. Turns out Ben's wasn't working that well. So now we're down to like three. So Themis is like, what do we do? Like, do we go get grandma and Papu, like our, like a new subbery? Do we like, do you want me to call Zach? I'm like, Zach's in Halifax. There's no way he's answering. I was even thinking of contacting you, Chim, or even Robbie to get their lawnmower. Cause we can't leave our grass like a quarter done. Like it was, it was a joke. So then we ended up just thinking of what uh neighbor to go to next and we ended up going to another one across the street and end up his lawnmower was fantastic and finished the job so that was one shit show story from being home alone because usually Polly takes care of the grass right yeah fast forward to this obviously Jimmy mentioned my cousins were here they came down thursday night i was off friday so i had an extra extra long weekend uh, obviously monday don't work holiday um it was fantastic we, we took them to pat mario's friday night they'd never been or the cuisina they were so confused because all Thursday, Friday morning, we're calling it Pat Mario's, Pat Mario's. And we're getting there. He's like, it's not Pat Mario. It's a cuisine. I'm like, the name, it's the same, it's the same thing. So they loved it. Typical men. We got muscles to start, calamari. Everything was fantastic. We had gift cards. So it was great. Uh, and then Saturday, they played the Ottawa. Um, obviously, Jim, you had a chance to meet them. And we were um, a little bit under the weather when you did come over. But uh, I appreciate you stopping by. They, it was very nice, uh, very nice of you. And obviously... They were um it was happy. To see the boys. They, they happy it they met the they, they, were, they were happy they met the man Alex Chimino. But fast forward now to Monday, obviously the Ottawa was a really good time with them. Um they never played that course. And my grandparents came back, obviously their their grandma too, so we had a little brunch send off to them and then it's never easy saying bye to the family, man. It's just like it sucks. You look forward to it basically for two months when it's planned. You get in the group chat going, you're really excited and then you say bye and that's it. Just like you, that, it's over, yeah. Just like that, it's over. We had a really good weekend. Obviously, how hot it was. We were in the pool, basically. When we weren't golfing or at Pepperios, we were in the pool the whole time. I had, to this day, in my four-year, three-and-a-half-year, four-year career of sports gambling, I had my best day 
Sunday. And I'm going to say it is because my cousins were here. Jim, we went on a four-game straight heater. We woke up Sunday morning and we're all like, let's do it. We're hitting Canada. They got to win. They got to make the Olympics. Hit them bef- before the game. Hit the mid-game where they were down 12. That game was electric. Huge comeback. And a guy I hate the most, Dylan Brooks, basically led the way. That was incredible. So then we're like, you're on an all-time high. Every gambler knows like when you win one, you just want to you know, re-up it and make some more money. Who do we bet on? Arsenal. Jim, this soccer team. And betting on soccer was the first time I've ever done this in a while. It is a different level of stress. Oh, yeah. Oh, There's buddy. money to be made. Money to be made. So they they give up. They're playing Man U, Jim. They give up a goal. They're down one nothing. Arsenal ties it up literally 45 seconds later, 1-1, in like 20 minutes into the game. So then the whole second half, you're sweating it out, sweating it out. We're on the deck watching. TV's going. It was all time. Caesars are flying. Arsenal scores, bro, in the 90, like, sixth minute of, like, extra time. <laughs> I jumped in my pool, like, head first. It continued on, two straight, followed by Jay's money line at the 3 o'clock game. So we had a 9 a.m. basketball, 11 o'clock soccer, 3 o'clock Jay's, and then enter Miami, where all the celebrities were there. Lionel Messi and the clan were in L.A. Or, yeah, they were in L.A. They were, like... It was one nothing. We didn't hit them then. Oh, we hit them when it was one. Not- they were up one nothing, and they were still p- playing. Uh, paying plus a hundred, up up a goal. And then they ended up finishing. I think they won three one. So that was my fourth straight heater. Um, but thanks, Jim, for teaming me up. It was great to see my cousins. Just a little side note. This marks my first week technically full time with RBC. I was on contract before, so little little pat on nice, the back for me. Nice. I went out for lunch with a coworker. Big taps today and uh, my boss who was her birthday so they treated me to a celebratory lunch dinner lunch dinner because i even brought some food home from the apollo very clutch and um that's all i got man that's literally golf's towards the end um we have a tournament this weekend chem that i'm going to see you at a little idlewild fall stag and that's it that is yeah. all i got and um i know he's listening good friend of the show he likes to listen all the time Happy birthday to a good friend, Thomas Faggioni. That was a couple days ago. I know he's going to be listening. He's going to love that. So that's all I got. That's all I got. Good stuff. Good I have stuff. so many good things stuff. to say about what you said, by the way. Man, can I had we a... Just, yeah, can we pause yeah. for a second? I, had, to... I did a lot more, too. I went to Bell Park with my cousins. They'd never been there Hold either. On. Hot girl walk Friday morning when I was off. Grab Starbucks, pause. dude. Yeah, dude. It was all time. We got to pause. Up? Ask me anything you want. Jim, I saw your face when when Tom said this, so I got to ask. Oh, there's one more other story that happened with the house, too. Just hold on. Hold on a second. And then you can continue because you know exactly what I'm going to say. Are you trying to tell me that that you got you and Themis home and Polly cuts the grass at home? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, he loves it, though. He doesn't let us, though. Like, he actually loves it to the point that it's, like, therapeutic for him, and it's, like, a second workout, bro, I'm telling you. Ma, like, I don't yeah. know how you bust a clothesline. I, I don't know how. Dude, this thing was on its, like, 50th year of life, man. This thing was, like, ready for anything to break. If they it don't wasn't break. Me, they don't yeah, break. Yeah, they do. Dude, they snap if you have a little too much power on it. Yeah, they do. They it do. must have got jammed. You tried to freaking yank it and, it and it's just, the worst feeling ever with it's exactly because when you exactly when you what. when you see it snap it's like the longest snap ever it's like yep this is happening and you just watch it happen wow the other thing that happened and it was totally all our our fault and you know what dad if you're listening we didn't tell you this and we didn't want to call you 
we were to, I was maybe going to tell you when you got home. He's probably going to listen to this on the way home Saturday from Greece. This is a, this is an all-time one. This How many things broken a, a week? Yeah. No, no, this one's all-time. This one's all-time. So we decided to take a sauna uh, Thursday night when my cousins get here. Not the sauna, please. Okay. And we're in there. We're in the pool, back and forth in the sauna. It's like we're treating it like we're on the lake, but we're not, right? So we're running around, whatever. We finally get out of the sauna. And the bathroom downstairs, boys, is the one where it's not like a push lock to lock the door. It's like physically a one that you have to turn counterclockwise to lock the door inside. Right? Mm-hmm. Not sure who it was. I'm not calling out my cousin Alexander, but I think it was him. We all are out of the washroom. The sauna's turned off, thankfully. He locks a door and closes it. So we have no access to get to the washroom and the door's locked, like from the inside. So then we start getting the paper clips out. <laughs> we try pick locking this thing. And now we're like, it is now like almost 2 a.m. Thursday and we have no access again to this door. Thankfully, I turned off the sauna because that could have been a lot worse. We had to get a, um, a locksmith guy come in Saturday. <laughs> and he had some sort of Are tool, you- bro. That took two minutes. Robbie, I'll show you this door. We Googled everything possible. My cousin's electrician. We had tools in there involved. We were even thinking of breaking what the door, door down. What the door of... for the washroom, Jim. Like the Just one down here. Use a small flathead screwdriver. No, from the no outside. man. No, this doorknob is ancient. It's the Euro. There's no other way. And the locksmith guy is like, there's physically. Because even like the paper clip to pick lock it wouldn't have been too strong to like turn the locks over to like unopen it or reopen it you guys are a debacle dude honestly. it was all time like we had the giggles laugh and it was honestly hilarious but Polly, it's all good like i don't want to call there's no key for that door i know that door like but that's the first time it's ever happened in this house from what i remember very so common a, issue but there's a key on the outside yeah but we who knows where that key is like i like what do you have a key to your bathroom is the better question. It's like the, the old doorknob, man. It's like, I don't know. We haven't upgraded it. It's like one where you can. Yeah. Anyways, that was. You lost me, Tom. You lost me, Tom. Okay, let's go. Let's go into Battlestar Performance. You lost I got one. me. I, I got that. one. Okay, go. Um, I had the opportunity of coaching this guy, Team NOHA, Sue Greyhound. But he's a Severy Wolves draft pick, Buzz. Hudson Chitteroni signs his scholarship package deal or whatever with the Wolves. He's going to be a stud. Very happy for him. He had a good showing at the at the camp this weekend. And uh, he's going to be repping the blue and white maybe this year, Jim. Yeah, you never know. Maybe Never maybe, know. Yeah. But uh, definitely in the years to come, and I'm happy for him. He's a good kid, and he's got a bright future. So Wolves draft pick sign a little contract. Good stuff, Robbie B. I'm going back to the NOJHL. I'm going with... Dominic Fletcher, who was recently named uh, the team's new Indigenous Community Relations Leader. So kudos to the Cubs uh, for investing uh, in the community. And um, I mean, it's it's a key part of, of growing a hockey team in a community like that, too. So Dominic's role is going to be really to, to strengthen ties with the Indigenous community um, uh, uh, and the Cubs. He's a member of the Missanabe Cree First Nation group. And so, I mean, it's a big it's a big move from the club and something... I don't think we've seen from another OHL or NOJHL club yet, too. So stick taps the the Cubs, stick taps to Dominic on the new role, too. Love it. 
Good stuff. Good stuff, Rugby. Um, okay. My Biosteel uh, performer is going to go out to Emmy and Giuseppe Politi. Nice, I went to their Jim. wedding. Um, it was a great time. Tons of fun. Um, yep. Big congrats to them. Uh, thanks for inviting me to the wedding. I had an absolute blast. Um, okay. Let's go to Corny's bulletin board. First off, Don Survivor Pool. While you're, as you're listening to this, it's probably too late um, to sign up. So sorry, but it is the most electric Survivor Pool you're going to find. We're going to have a lot of prizes coming almost weekly. We're going to have, uh, obviously, you, people who are in the pool are going to have their discount to Don's um, 10%. Mm-hmm. 10% takeout, 15% dine in. Unreal. That's electric. So, um, yeah, it's uh survivor pool. I don't know who the boys are going with week one of the NFL. If you guys don't want to share, that's totally fine. There's a couple, not gonna, couple good matchups, couple good matchups uh, here, but uh, it's very strategic at the same time. Yeah, and speaking of Don's, I took my cousins there. Not there. We ordered takeout Friday. I uh, Max was working. I made sure that on the phone call that he was in. And brought my cousins to um, introduce him to the man, Max. So, Jim, I I made it to, I think, week five. I was pretty far up there last year. And then yeah. I lost on a, like a really heavy favor that I haven't picked. But I'm leaning towards, and here's my insider knowledge, and I know the episode will probably come out Thursday. And the game's Thursday night, so if you don't get your pick in. I'm thinking the Detroit Lions, Jim, sneak out a little road win against Mahomes on Thursday. Yeah, I've been thinking about that too. I mean, would that be the first game that I put? Uh, no. I Probably not, but can I see the Detroit Lions uh, pulled off an upset? 100%. Especially if Kelsey uh, is out, which is... That uh, is a tough like first-round pick for me in, in our draft. I picked him for But who knows? I, I can't see it being that long. I can't no, see it even if it's just a week, long. that's fine. But he's yeah. the stud, man. But yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Quickly on now to OHL training camps. Obviously, teams are wrapping up uh training camps, and there's a lot of buzz about our Wolfers boys. Um they signed obviously Chitteroni, Nolan Jackson. So the team uh, they also made a move. They sent uh, Will Bishop uh, packing. So Wolves have made a few moves here. Um, like we have talked about, this is the best chance the Wolves have, I think, at winning. If you assume Saginaw is going to make it to and win the West, the Wolves would only need to win the East. Um, so I think you just got to get to the dance and see what happens, uh, at least in the O. I think, uh, obviously... Jakob Vondras is here. Nice, um, So we got we got an interesting uh, tandem here in net. So, yeah, it's going to be very interesting um, to see what happens. Um, I'm, very I excited. feel more invested this year than I have been. Now that we're a year, now that we're a year, year in, bro, it, I'm like we ready. Are back. To... If you didn't know, people, we are back. We have season tickets once again to the Wolfers. Um, also, the Wolves are dropping in alternate jersey. Um, as you're listening to this, it will already be out, but we are recording mm-hmm. this on Tuesday night, so it'll be out obviously on Wednesday. I will obviously be reacting to it. Um, what I will say, I'm not saying it doesn't look promising, but I'm just, I I need to see the whole thing. I need to see okay. the whole thing. Am I disappointed that it's not green? Yes, that's that's the only main reason why 
Um, I need to see a little black. bit more. Yeah, or black. Okay. Or black. Yeah. So let's do this here now too. Jerseys, obviously, like you mentioned, get announced tomorrow. But who's going to be the captain, Jim? They're going to announce that too. I got a feeling. So if you were to choose a captain of the Sudbury Wolves, who would it be? I got my pick, and he wears you my number. You think that's why they put the C in that little? Uh... Yeah, that's coming out too. Gotta and the only Goyette. reason why it's got to be Goyette number eighty-eight. No, no, that's not my pick. Wow, he's been a first round. He was a first round pick. He's got to have a bounce back year. He had a really you think McCallum good year, but I'm taking my number eleven, Landon McCallum. Yeah, as I the captain over age year. And the only reason why I I'm saying that because he's like he's he's supposed to be the man and like leading these young core group. But Jim, there's a part of me that thinks that they might trade him if things don't go as planned. So I don't Wolves know. Wolves do love trading their captains. So. And that's what I mean. So it's like, I think he's the guy. But it's like, do you want someone that's there the full year this time? I don't know. But he's my pick. Oh, I actually like both of your picks too, honestly. I could, I could see either of them being captain, McCallum or Goyette. Um, so here's the thing. Actually, let me talk about the jersey for a second too. I'm I'm kind of mad it's not green. We we haven't had a green jersey in a long time. No, like it is kind of tough. Like it, it it looks like it looks like a rendition of the home jersey. Um, but again, we have to see the whole thing. So a full reaction. Will be- you know what I got vibes of? Do you remember when I was there? We did the. It was like a blue Spider Man type thing. That's what That's I kind of kind of looks of. like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, I've never seen that wolf patch on the on the shoulder before. I guess no. that's new. I I don't know. So the yeah. Transformers wolf patch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like Megatron. Yeah, yeah. So and there's a little rumblings. Jim, we'll be doing more with the wolves too, and we have a potential bench brawl lining up. Well, we we're yeah, just... yeah. Don't share. Anything, no, I'm not Tom, sharing anybody. As in, we're playing. Clock. I know nothing. you love to. I know you love to. It's do a good that. tease. It's a good yeah. tease. Yeah, that's okay, leave it but... at that though. Leave MTC that. more to come about that. So do we all agree though this is like every the wolves do these cycles where like some other t- like London has no cycles some like even the Sioux like they're bad for one year but then the next three years they're good like the wolves are like bad for three years that they're like good for one year kind of thing. So yeah. do we not agree that this is the year that they like you got to win? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I think Scott Miller put out. An article saying like, is this the year the Wolves can can do it? So, it absolutely is. It's up to the coaching. It's up to uh, Papano who needs to make a couple more moves on the back end. You know, you're going to be out. All all their top guys are gone to NHL camps right for the start here. So you yep. kind of weather the storm um, at the start. See where the young guys can fit in and go from there. And but, I think uh, a start of a, of a successful season is getting your butt in that locker room to pump these guys up. I'm telling you, Chim, you might be the game changer of this whole season. If they start off brutally, I am personally going in there and saying, you're getting this guy. Chim, you get me going, man. And that's just like... Listen, like I said many times, I would You can be the cabbie of the Sudbury Wolves, bro. That's you. All I'm saying is we'd have to make sure we got, you know, defibrillator. We got to make sure we have the ambulance ready because there could be a jammer and I'm going to have to get rushed out because I just <laughs> poured my heart, heart out yelling. And Okay, what and would, if, if they somehow red. ever got in contact with us, like what would you say yes to? Like a start, starting lineup, lineup card type of thing? Lineup card, yeah, absolutely. Like a... I, w- I would do play-by-play or commentary too. I would go up <laughs> in the booth. If they needed an extra guy, 
I would do it 100%. Yeah, you're 100%. good at it too. I'd be your color, but man. Color. You... I would do color for sure. Col- yeah, play by play stuff. Let Bowen, let, let you know, uh, Tom, Tom, Thomas Mercy do it. And I'll, I'll chip in here, you know, keep it as casual as I can here um, on the color. But uh, yeah, I, would I think do it we 100%. can get you doing a lineup card though. I think that could be, and that would pop off. I Jim, know, you, that. you would. Could you imagine a video of that? No. no, no you I want to talk about 100K? You want to talk about 100K? Yeah. <laughs> How about no we hit 100K on Instagram and me chipping a ball? Like you that. just That's chunking ridiculous. a chip. Yeah, it was. A, <laughs> it was, Dang, that was a, I played that on purpose. That was. I, and you, I, see, I would, you see Brett's pink ass pants in the background. Like the tightest pants in the such world. a random clip. And, uh, and it popped and it off. Out. It worked though. Yo, the Crazy. pants were worth like 10K views on their own. <laughs> I think I've never seen I've Guy never seen a pants, clip man. go off like that in my life. A hundred K. That's crazy. Hey, you made a little nice story about it. I think we already said it too. We had two thousand followers on on Instagram. That's a little pat yeah. back too, yeah, boys. Six That's... Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. We had a goal. We said by the end of the summer, and we did it. So, um, we love you people for that. And we did uh, it. Hopefully, hopefully we can summer. get to three sooner than uh, we did to two. So that'd mm-hmm. be awesome. Um, okay. Any other OHL training camps, boys? Any other thoughts? I saw Zach Giroux. They interviewed Zach Giroux in Flint. They asked Zach if he watched Game 7 versus Saginaw, and he kind of brushed it off, laughed. He said, why would I watch that type deal? Like, I'm not watching that, like, kind of thing. Like, like joking. It's our rival. But yeah. it was kind of was, was sick. Um, I've been texting him. He's excited. He's got a big year ahead of himself, I think. And I he's... think, you know, North Bay is going to be good. Sue's going to have a lot of young young people. Um, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. I'm uh, I'm very interested. Uh, we'll have to do our OHL uh, pre rankings. Uh, maybe pick division winners and uh, and stuff like that. That would be fun. I think maybe next yeah. pod we'll do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, with that, we are going to move on to our interview. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we head to the gridiron for our next guest. He has become a stud DB for the U16 Sudbury Spartans and has also contributed on the offensive side as well. A 2022 OSFL champ, the face of St. Ben's football, and was named to the U18 Football Canada Cup roster. He's not a bad soccer player as well. Please welcome Paulo Grossi to the BTB podcast. How you doing, buddy? Wow, I'm doing great. That was a that was quite the intro. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it's only going to get longer from, from here on out with the career you're going to have. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, man. So, Paulo, obviously, summer season comes to an end. School starting up. School football starting up. How you how you feeling headed into this year? Man, I'm extremely excited. Like, we came out to training camp last, wow, sometime last week. There was 80 guys. Come on such like so many juniors came out so many seniors it's, it's looking good love it good yeah. stuff I, I was gonna ask this question later but i heard um chimino was your coach at one point for soccer i know this is, we're, gonna, we're gonna get into football <laughs> but i want to ask how a, how it was to have chimino as a coach oh i chim loved you absolutely loved you. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you come back i hope you come back i, yeah, I hope I think, so too i think we got a good chance if you come back Hey man, we got some unfinished business. We got some unfinished dude, business dude. for sure. Did yeah. he do any pregame speeches with you, or he was he just a a he, tactics he fired guy? The boys up. He fired nice. Them. 
Nice, Jim. There you go. Um, first uh, question. It. First question I got for you. Let's go back to football. Like, what age did you get? You know, started with it, and what kind of got you into the sport? Man, so the funny story. I was. I originally did karate, and okay. then I found out about the uh, Joe Mack League, and I'm like, Dad, you gotta put me and me and Mateus in this. Like, we want we want to actually hit people and not kick people. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we we went in at like I was seven, he was probably nine. Yeah, he was nine, I was seven. And then we played together all through up the Joe Mac into Tyke. We were played on the same team. That's when they had four teams. Mm-hmm. We Pirates. We went uh undefeated both years. <laughs> no big deal, yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, that was good. We played. Then it got we got into COVID, so we missed a few years and then we got into high school. And, uh, gotcha. We're here. Did, wow. When did, when did you realize that you wanted to pursue this competitively? Was there a specific moment or a certain age that you had that you just realized that okay, I'm gonna take this a little more seriously? Well, after those COVID years, we got into high school. I was still playing soccer and football at the time. Right. So then, after those, after my first high school year, I'm like, okay, I I forgot how much I liked this. So then we got into soccer, and then it came where I had to make the decision decision between uh soccer and football and i ultimately decided football and i i I love the soccer team and all but i think i made the right decision yeah no doubt it as as it pains me to say that paul you are you're quite the football player for sure and (laughs) when when you got into it was it always that you wanted to play defense or was that where you put or like yeah take us through like finally settling on it on the on a position so uh funny story i was always a running back Okay. So in, in Joe Mack, we did like seven on seven uh, football. So you, you kind of had to play both ways. Like the teams were, they're small, right? You had to make four. Mm-hmm. Not that many kids showed up. So you were playing both sides of the ball. So then when high school came, I, I was running back. Like, and then the, the day of, we were doing a walkthrough. And then some, some reason our safety never showed up. So then I'm like, Coach LaBoss, like, I, I'm willing to play. You just got to run me through the defense real quick. So I ended up playing and we actually played coach Jordo on the lively Hawks. And it was a very close game. And uh, we ended up winning that one in a thriller. Come on. Yeah. That's electric. That's electric. Yeah. Um, so DP, like what's your favorite part about playing DB? And I guess take us through the role that you have to play. So a lot of people say QB is the hardest position. <laughs> I'm sure like Coach Jordo, Coach Jordo and I will disagree and LeBron's <laughs> even will all disagree. We'll say DB is the hardest. So I just like the uh I like the the difficulty and the task of making it hard for myself. Yeah. Okay. And if you had to pick between um one or the other offense or, or defense is always is it always going to be de- defense for you? I, I think defense just has a special place in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Good stuff. Because it's it's two different mindsets, right? Like uh, defense, obviously, for you guys, it's just you're trying to stop them as, as quick as possible and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah, no, that's that's really cool. And obviously, St. Ben's, you kind of play everywhere um, yeah. for the squad. And a lot, a lot of special teams kick returning. Do you like kick returning? I love anything. <laughs> I, I'll, do, I'll do anything on the field. Yeah, man, I love it. Good stuff. Good stuff. When did you start playing uh, for the Spartans, and how have you found the program so far? 
So the first year back, um, after COVID, they mm-hmm. started up the team. They didn't have uh U U eighteen team. They were just a U sixteen team. So I'm like, okay, this is this, I can play more football. So I'm I'm obviously gonna try out, not knowing that this team would win the championship. Like we mm-hmm. we got in, we got our equipment. I walked in. Jordo's like, uh, uh, what position you play? I'm like, uh, I could I I'll play anywhere for you guys. Like you put me where you want. He's, he's like, what school do you go to? I go, St. Ben's. He's like, are you 25? I'm like, uh, yeah, that's me. He's like, okay, you're you're going to wear the defensive wristband. I'm like, no problem. <laughs> that's unreal, dude. And like you said, you guys go on to win the whole league. You guys had an unreal season. And obviously, you played a big part in that final uh, mm-hmm. final drive with the big throw from, uh, from Sola to you. So I guess take us through winning that game and obviously that play because we did hear it from from uh steven and uh zidane when we had him on like i think last summer but yeah take mm-hmm. us through that 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 game was that was like emotional roller coaster for everybody on that team a lot of guys thought we were out of it a lot of guys thought we were still in it i'm not i'm not even gonna lie i thought we were out of it for a little bit but then when we started to get the ball moving i thought we were like okay we're we're winning this game like so, um, oh, where was I going with that one? The big play. So, so, yeah, the big play happened. So, we actually had called that play, I think, the drive before that, where we ended up uh, fumbling. They scored a touchdown off of it. So, we ran that play, and it, it was open. But Steven had, like, a bunch of guys coming in face, just happened to overthrow me. I'm like, okay, we can go back to that one. So, then – Keep in mind, I didn't know anything about this offensive playbook. Like, I hadn't even done a <laughs> practice on offense. And uh, so the, the next drive, we're like, okay, we try running the ball. It's not going anywhere. We're like, okay, Coach Coach Alex Venderman's like, okay, let's go back to this play. I think it was called Rebel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's where I had, like, a skinny post. So I was going there, and I was kind of attacking the safety. But I saw they were in a too high shell, so I split the safety, and Steven just hit it right on the money. I broke a tackle. Beggs was running right beside me. Just happened I got tackled on the two yard line. Had to give Z <laughs> had to give Z that touchdown. <laughs> Man, that's electric. Yeah. Man, that team, you know, when you look back on it, was 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 loaded. It was special. Uh, you, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys were sick. Um, and. Obviously, you talked about Coach Giordo, Desi. We've had Desi on a, a ton of the times. And, you know, that guy, you know, breathes, lives football. It's it's in his veins. And we know how much he cares for the team. And, you know, you guys gave him the hard hat too, which uh, which was awesome to see. I mean, the boys really seem to get up and play for him. So what, what's his impact been on you boys? Man, Coach, Coach Je- Desi has just changed the way I've played. He's changed me as like a person too. That guy, I I love that guy with all my heart. I'll do anything for him. He'll do yeah. anything for us. He'll run through a brick wall. We'll run through a brick wall. He he just loves all the boys the same. It's like it's special what he's done with this team. For sure, yeah, I love that. And obviously, with that, there's a lot of preparation and a lot of playbook studying, a lot of film studying. I mean, how much of the game is actually just reading the playbook, studying the playbook, and watching film? Uh, I would say like nearly 50% of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Football is a very big mental game. You got to be smart. You you can't lack anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We, 
for playoffs. We did a bunch of film sessions, helped a lot. We saw everything the other offenses were going to do. We just couldn't get it done against Quinty, which kind of hurt because mm-hmm. played him five times in two years, won four of them. So, you know, hurts yep. when you lose the playoff one. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. But I'm sure you guys uh, will be back um, for sure. So also off season, let's talk off season. Yeah. Take us through. So you play summer, you got fall ball, which is high school, obviously. And then what happens kind of in that period, springtime, winter for you? Obviously, you're you're hitting the gym. You can't you can't lack there either. Yeah. <laughs> so not only mental is physical. You got you gotta you gotta be working out. Not only like iron, you gotta be on the field, which I I I kind of lack there. Not even gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and get on the field more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But other than that, I'm I'm skiing usually. I love skiing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love skiing. That's that's my winter hobby. Sledding, going out to camp with my dad and my buddy yeah. Zachary. Yeah, yeah, love, love that. that, love that. Zach, Zach, that's the race car driver, eh? Yeah, that's the race yeah. car driver. That's <laughs> gotta be. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get him on the pod too. Yeah, yeah. he he's yeah. killing it right now. Yeah, he's, he's he what? He's a race car driver, like actually. Yeah, dude, he's nasty. Yeah. Wow. I got, I got a sick poster. Oh, hold on! You can't see it. It's blurry. <laughs> <laughs> No way. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. So this was like yeah. a few years ago when he was racing an Audi. Now, okay. now he's in a Porsche and he's knock on wood. He's about to clinch the championship in a few weeks. Come on. That's okay. sick. Yeah. We'll okay. have to so have we'll, him on we'll, for yeah. sure. Yeah. hundred percent. We'll have to, we'll have to line that up. That's, that's sick. That's awesome. Um, Tom, you want to take yes. the next question? But- yes. Take us, uh, take us through this year. How do you think your game improved and how did the team, uh, no, as as a whole, did this team? We took like we took a huge step in like leadership for me, and for a bunch of the boys since like probably I would say around half our team left to go up to the U eighteen team. So mm-hmm. a lot of guys had to step up. We we had a very promising season. Uh, it looked really good. I thought we could have won it if we just had a few things change, go our way a little bit, but. We we definitely could have had a another championship. Uh, what does uh what does a game day look like for you? Are you a guy that has to do the exact same thing, eat the same thing? Like, run us through what a game day looks like for you. I mean, honest, I'm not too picky. I yeah. just I I don't eat a lot because I feel like I throw up. Like I'll throw up. <laughs> I, I'll eat I'll eat like maybe like like a wrap or something like a breakfast wrap maybe. From Timmy's, I'll go. <laughs> I'll get to the field around two two and a half hours early. Throw a ball around with some of the boys. Go back, throw on some, uh, throw on some music. Um, mm-hmm. You should see my playlist all over the place. It's got. I was gonna say, what are the boys bumping? What you? So you're on Ox? That's established. No, 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 no. If I was on <laughs> Ox, the boys would kill me. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what do what do you listen to that's yeah. so different from the boys then? Are you like a country guy? Like is it totally different or I got a bunch of stuff in there. So uh right now, bumping Electric Avenue. Okay. Yes, it's a good tune. Electric tune, yeah. So then on my playlist, I got I got some rap in there. I got I honestly I got country. I'm not even gonna lie, I got country. I got rock, I got I got I just got a little bit of everything in there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Love that, love that. A lot of old and- school stuff. 
Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Um, so in the room, so are you putting the headphones on or what what are the boys blasting on the speaker? Well, the boys are always blasting rap. Like they're, they're like blasting the stuff you don't even like you can't understand. Like it's just like with all the bass and stuff, like no, nah, I, I gotta put my I gotta put my music in. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, have you yourself have you ever given a little pregame speech in the room? Who's who's vocal in the room around there? Oh, in the room, it's Jordan. Jordan yeah. always gives the, the good speeches. Yeah. Always, 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 always. He always, always fired up. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I, I I've given that. a few speeches on like, on like the sideline when our team needs to like smarten up or whatnot, but yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Cool. Good stuff. Um, So Paulo, obviously the future is the big question. Um, what, What's looking, you know, what are you looking at? Are you looking to go down South for football, university, post-secondary kind of take us through what avenues you're kind of looking at for football? Obviously post-secondary want to play ball somewhere, whether it's here, division two, division one, if I'm like extremely optimistic and work hard for that. But yeah, definitely post-secondary something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good stuff. And obviously I think you'd be making the jump to U 18s next year as well. Yeah. That yeah. whole band's kind of getting back together. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. that's going to be a fun year. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be good. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. I love that. Awesome. Um, And just, I guess for the people, Paulo, kind of take us through like how football's grown in Sudbury, because obviously there was a point where there was no football at all with the glads kind of going down and then the Spartans kind of took it over again. First time ever there's been two youth teams. So yeah, I guess take us through mm-hmm. um, the growth of football and how you've seen it grow. And obviously you've been a big part of it. Yeah. Sudbury football is like, I wouldn't say huge now, like not on the Sioux level, mm-hmm. but it's, it's going to be there soon enough. Mm-hmm. Like, few weeks ago we had a coach from down south come up and run a camp up here like that yeah, that's never, never happened heard of before. Yeah. never yeah. happened before and like even when i was away in edmonton the coaches are like where are you from i'm like i'm from Sudbury. i'm up north she's like they're like oh yeah we've we've heard of that like we yeah. know you got some players from up there like i'm like oh really like that i never heard that before that's wild, yeah. Mm-hmm. Take us through that that experience with uh, with football Canada. You went up to U eighteen, so that's like two years uh, older than you, I think, at the time. So yeah, take us through um, that experience playing there. Yeah, that that was that was an experience of a lifetime. Yeah. Met a whole bunch of new guys. They're all like so nice and friendly, and oh, they just took you under their wing like like it was nothing. Like I was in Edmonton, unfortunately. The game we were supposed to play Saskatchewan, I got food poisoning. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so I was throwing up all day throughout the game. Luckily, my parents were there, so I went to the hotel with them. I had yeah. to watch the game from there. Oh, that's brutal. But, but yeah. the boys were just always there for me. It was, it was yeah. Awesome. yeah, that's it was good. It's a lifetime. Yeah, that's Edmonton Timmy's there for you right there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was uh, the U of Alberta hall food for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's jokes. That's funny. Um, One more before we get to our Fast Five. Obviously, football, I know. Tom, I don't know about you, but I love watching the mic'd up and seeing the trash talk on the field, and there's always yeah. a ton of trash Oh, talk. yeah. Paulo, you keep it tight-lipped, or are you going at, <laughs> at guys on the field? 
I, I don't I don't start I don't start the stuff. No. But like if yeah. somebody's if somebody's chipping to me, like I, you, I, you I, let you I, let the game do your talking. You you yeah, let the game do the talking. I like to do that, but sometimes like you let them know. I I, I let them know, and then <laughs> Jordan Jordan will tell me like, okay, simmer down. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then I'll stop, just because yeah. like I know I'll I'll get out of hand. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Kid Tom. Yeah, let's, let's do uh, it. Let's go into our fast five here, Paul. So, okay, it's five rapid fire questions. Whatever comes to the top of your head, let it rip, and we'll go from there. Sound good? Beauty. Okay. Uh, we talked music earlier in the show, but your go-to pump-up song right now. Right now? Or yeah. whenever. Yeah, oh, yeah, let's like, go. go to, yeah, you just go, yeah, go-to. Everyone, remember the Titans ain't no mountain high. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's um, cool. dream travel destination anywhere in the world. Where do you want to travel to? I would love to go skiing in Italy. Oh, yeah. okay. Nice. Uh, if you were to be professional in any other sport other than football, what would the answer be? Oh, I I gotta go soccer. Yeah, yeah, that was a there lock. we are. That that's the right answer. Yeah. I kind of wanted you not to say soccer just to piss Jim off, but I I knew that I was gonna be the answer. Um, who's your favorite football player? Uh, I'll, I'll go Derwin James. Oh, yeah. okay. And last question: favorite Subway restaurant? Don's there it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, that's I a that's it. a that was a layup there for you. That's a lock. That's a lock. You know, you know, we freak it there quite a bit. I love it. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Um, awesome. Okay, Paulo, thanks so much for coming on the pod, buddy. We really appreciate it. Can't wait to see uh, where the career goes, and I'm sure yeah. we'll try and get out to some uh, some high school games uh, coming up here and, and see you play. It's uh, it's always awesome seeing your dad's uh, highlight reels and stuff too. So um, best of luck the whole way, and uh, we'll see you soon, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate this a lot. Thank you. All right, that was the interview with Paulo Grassi. Tom, Paulo, thoughts? Like I, as soon as we hung up on him, Chem, I said to you, he's a pretty well-spoken eighteen-year-old man. Like, uh, very impressed. I think um, set, six, seventeen. Oh, yeah, not sorry, yeah. eighteen. I'm thinking you eighteen, yeah, as in yeah. he played up for that. Yeah. Yeah. But still, man, at yeah. a young age, for how good he was spoken, like, um, I definitely wasn't speaking that good at that age. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Speaking that well. Speaking exactly grammar. Yeah. Um, but no, he's a stud, man. He's gonna have a bright future, and I'm excited to follow along and obviously thanks for him for coming on our show yeah 100 percent. okay before we get into the four pack folks usually you know this is only for really breaking news and we got breaking news um that we're recording here on a wednesday night now the subway wolves have dropped their alternate jersey i've seen the comments light up people are not happy i want to get the boys general thoughts on the jersey um and then i will I will give mine, but uh, Mace, Tommy, whoever wants okay. to take your thoughts on the Wolves alternate. Okay, let me go first, and I'll give you one word that I think is, like, the most perfect. It's, like, simple. I just think they could have maybe done more. They could have been a lot worse. I think it's just, like, let's just get a new jersey out there. Alternates. I wish I would have. there would have been some green. I'll leave it at that. I think it's just very just simple. That's just my opinion. It's just, like, another jersey. Mace? It's just me. I think at some point this jersey will be reflected back on in the same light as the black jerseys. Okay. A one and done. The black jerseys were received very well right off the hop. 
with the kind of transformers. I wore that black jersey. Wolf. I don't know how that black jersey never came back. It was sick. I wore it, Jim. But now it looks yeah. good. But maybe at the time it wasn't everyone's favorite. So I think again this one. I I don't know. Like it it doesn't move the needle for me. It gets super excited, but I just think so, the Sudbury Wolves classic jersey is just such a all-time jersey. It's hard to be. It's hard it to hard remake to it. Yeah. And I yeah. think we're in such a trend of just the vintage things coming back, so it's hard to not see a vintage thing come back, especially with the reverse retros in the NHL. So not that I'm disappointed. Um, I Maybe I'll buy this jersey. If Brett Jacklin's name was on it, I would. No uh, Or maybe Rory Savage. Yeah, I never know. I never know. So uh, he, here's my only yeah. thoughts. Chris. I like the color. I do like the color. Like the... So the color is like, okay, how big of a difference is it? Like, why did we go with the same type of pattern as the home jersey? Is the only like big gruff I have with this. It's a fair point because an alternate is supposed to be completely different. That's what I mean, Shem. It's like, but and I get it's different. It's just colors, another jersey, though. Design. I just think it's another jersey. Like I said, it's but just why not go like gray as like the the color or like ha, you know go back to 06 when they had the grays with the wolves going down diagonally. Like I don't mind the idea. Everyone's going. A lot of teams are going to this type of font, uh, whatever. Like just written on it. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't. I love the wolves. I'm not sure if I love this jersey. Um, maybe it'll grow on me. I do. I don't mind the trim. Everybody lost it about the trim not being on the back. Did you notice? And they put it right on after. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure the trim's on it. So, so that also tells me I don't think the jerseys will be. Well, maybe they'll be stitched. I don't know. But um, I was completely wrong with me saying that they're gonna. Announce a captain too. Start of the interview yeah. you're, or episode. You're gonna well, hear. Ben me. Leeson thought that too. Everyone, um, you throw a C yeah. on the jersey. Like what? Like I also. I just mean the green's got to come back at some point. Like it's just killing me. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe make the green work with the blue. I I don't know. Like it's just. I don't know. But yeah, we had to we had to touch on that very quickly. Yep. The wolves. We'll see, Jim. We had to. We'll see. We we gotta let we'll it see. play out. We gotta let it play out. Um, okay. We're going to uh our four pack now. Mason Monet four pack time. Let's hit it, buddy. Mason Monet champion. It should be called. I yeah, won but, another but, four pack. Just cleaning Mace, up ever since. Congratulations, buddy. But I think the big elephant in the room here is that I beat Chimino in that yeah. draft. I did. So and, there was a lot of mail-in ballots at the end. I mean, there was cousins from Greece. Uh, no, just Pauline. one. Just one. I don't know. I, I do think, I think you were very savvy in getting some votes, Tom, for sure. Oh, you uh, think I you think I texted people to get the vote for me? A hundred percent, I do. Hey, man, a win's a win. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not disclosing any information, and I would never do that to win. So so last four pack, Tom and Chim, uh, they both had mediocre mediocre four packs. Mm-hmm. Chimino was very confident with his changing of the temperature. Tom very confident with his tan lines uh, in the theme of signs that summer is coming to an end. Either way, neither of them even topped over twenty five percent of the votes. I, I also up with over thirty six percent. So I said I also quoted saying Mace is going to win. And I said with almost over fifty percent. So. 
Oh, so now yeah, Mace, you, you had a good draft, buddy. I, I didn't perform up the standard, eh, Jim? No, no, not quite. <laughs> good job on the fruit, though, buddy. You killed it, Jim. I did have a good watermelon this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, what's the four pack this week? Yeah, well, well enjoy it while you can. Enjoy it while yeah, you can. It's true. Um, a sign football or a sign that summer was coming back. Uh, Jim got it. Football, fantasy football is back. So we will be picking NFL teams to win the Super Bowl this week. So we have four teams. So 12 of the 32 teams will okay. be picked. If we don't choose the winner here, it's that's a tough look. We're picking one There's third no of the teams. There's no way, yeah. All so, right. Let's say I will give Tommy first pick. I will give Chimino second pick, and I'll take third and fourth, please. Yeah. Um. Tommy first. Chim Mace to round it out. All right, Tom. I mean. There's some information going out there this week that Travis Kelsey might be hurt. Do I think it's long-term? I don't think so. I mean, you can't go uh, and you get number one in this draft and not pick the Chiefs. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like, you just can't bet against Mahomes. Um, yeah, good pick, Tom. Good pick. I think I gotta just follow it up and go with go with Philly. I'm gonna go with the team that went. Yeah, back. buddy. Very close. They got better in the off season. Kelsey's coming back again to to man under center. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take Philly. I can't see why I wouldn't take Philly. So, Mace on the uh, around the horn here. Yeah, I will stay with the heavy favorites. I'll go with the Bills. Okay. So I, I, I was are. thinking of the. Does everyone got the betting apps out, and we're just. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will go, a little lower down. I'm going to take the New York Jets. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think wow. I had maybe a little. Wow. Uh, Tom Brady, Tampa to Bay. Hard knocks, but yeah. Uh, Garrett, I'm all in on Garrett Wilson. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go. I mean. Down the list we go. How can you not bet on Joe Shiesty, Joe Burrow? Give me the Cincy Bengals. Um, he always finds a way to win. So, uh, good pick. And down, I'm gonna keep going here. No more Jimmy G, pretty boy. Give me the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, you're all you're all in on uh, on Purdy, CMC, Debo. I've seen, that I've seems s- pretty loaded. I've seen enough. They're actually plus 900. That's really good, man. Okay, Tomba. Um, I'm just looking here. And I got to pick it. I watch a lot of the games. My dad's favorite team. Could be you sports gambling people. Comeback player of the year. He might not have a brain after his career in the NFL is done. But give me the Miami Dolphins. Tua Talagova, whatever his last name is. Play. <laughs> Comeback Tua, player Tua, of the Tua. year, man. That's a good pick. Him and Tyreek Hill can do some damage. Never know. I like it, Tom. For me, a team that's overdue um, to have a good playoff run, give me the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I think, okay. you know, Herbert, Herbert, 
is going to cement himself as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I think Eckler is going to get over all the trade talk and just run it back with the boys. Keenan Allen, Mikey Williams, Quinton Johnson. This team is loaded. That was that was pretty good, Jim. Wow. I will. Uh, no, I'll take it. I'll take the Baltimore Ravens. I think MVP yep. caliber quarterback and new offensive coordinator. Just don't see a reason why, other than injuries, that this team doesn't go deep in the playoffs. So the Baltimore Ravens, uh, future to win the Super Bowl, I would say, is a good one. And then let's go a little lower. And actually, no, no. I'm going to sniff around with the Detroit Lions. Stay in the north. Ooh, good pick. Good pick, Mace. I know the Lions stink. But not not like all the time, but they can't win. So we'll see. But I really like Bills, Jets, Ravens, Lions a lot. That's pretty good. I'm going to take a little bit of a reach here. But I think, again, another team that is due, they have the number one fantasy football player on their team. Yeah, I was going to pick them. The Great Minnesota job, Jim. Vikings. Um, can Kirk Cousins get it done? Probably not. But that's why I'm taking them in the fourth round. And you ready to get absolutely hacked for this pick? The worst quarterback in the NFL somehow has the pretty good odds uh, this team does. My uncle's favorite team, shout out to Sam Romanis. It's painful for me to do this because they stink and he leads the league in interceptions. It feels like, give me Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, wow. They are horrendous for my eyes to watch that. But hey, man, they're plus 1,400 (laughs) And they have a good team. They got Tony Pollard, CeeDee Lamb. Um, No more Zeke. Bye-bye. So, hey, man. Okay. Honorable mentions, boys. Um, A real deep deep sleeper. New Orleans Saints have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. Okay. Uh, um, so I just want to put that out there. That could be a week one pick in the survivor pool, Jim. Mike Thomas is coming back. Yeah, Alvin Kamara will be there. Quarterback will be a little bit of a question, but they do have the easiest schedule. Um, so I, I think, and a coach that's won before, how about the Seattle Seahawks, Jim? Yeah, you can't knock them out. They were kind of hot last year too. DK, yeah. Gino, Gino, one of the biggest comebacks of the year for sure. They um, a new wide receiver, JSN. Yeah. How about Jacksonville? They made playoffs last year. He's the, the, the same uh, quarterback's got the same hair as Mace. Yeah, Just lush, luscious hair. Hey, speaking of football, I made my flag football debut last night. No way. How was it, Mace? It uh, mixed. Uh, like, one, what is this? My stat line. Here's my stat line: uh, zero catches on four targets, one <laughs> interception, and uh, one reception for about 15 yards. I'd say. How catches on defense? How, how catchable were the balls? Uh, one did hit my hand, and then the other three were long bombs. You, to the th- end zone. you, you think all this training with the t-shirt toss at the Sudbury Wolves Arena, you know, the defense tough. catches are there though, and I'm really good at swatting. <laughs> so I think that uh, comes from my practice catching. <laughs> um, Mace, you Mace, know, have you gonna... been on the pickleball court lately? No. No, I was gonna ask exactly. you this though, Mace. Are you sore today from the flag football yesterday? Yes, extremely. <laughs> Okay, listen to this. this. is a funny story. 
Um, so Laura goes and gets because we're playing mixed doubles or mixed whatever uh, mixed football. She goes and finds some Lionel Messi Adidas cleats on Facebook Marketplace because I said I was going to go buy cleats at Sportcheck. So I didn't end up going to buy cleats at Sportcheck. I just went to the Adwell Golf and Country Club, grabbed my soft spike Adidas uh, golf shoes, and I wore those on the turf at Lily Creek yesterday. There is no way. How were they? They did the job. Yeah. They're like a like an ultra boost looking, like yeah, a yeah. very soft spike. Little bit of grip, but no, that I'm, is I'm hilarious. Gloves and I'm getting shoes because the gloves a game changer. Look at but me. Yeah, first, first interaction with Jam Sports. Oh, I love it. Cool. Good stuff, Mace. Yeah. Um, uh, but rundown. Until we missed it. Yeah. Until we missed it here. Um, what if, what's our rundown for our point or our team? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's get, yeah. Let's get a rundown before we get to we missed it. Yeah. Tommy went with KC, the Kansas City Chiefs. San Francisco 49ers, the Miami Dolphins, Dallas Cowboys. I went with the Philadelphia Eagles, Cincinnati Bengals, Los Angeles Chargers, and the Minnesota Vikings. Mace went with the Bills, the Jets, the Ravens, and the Detroit Lions. Mm -hmm. That is the rundown here for the four-pack. On to We Missed It, We Go. I'm not sure if you guys noticed it. Um, And we missed it in our interview with... Uh, Connor Vandeweghe and Dana Corelli. I actually never said Connor Vandeweghe's name in the introduction. I never said it. Um, I guess I just skipped my mind at the end of okay. the interview. I told Tom, I said, "Did I?" I, th- I, I thought say you said it. it and he's but like, yeah, no, I listened I did to it. So. Did not. Yeah. So apologies. Um, there. I I was just about to say what we missed, but oh, U.S. Open talk. I know Mace, you love that. A little bit of love tennis. Have you been watching? I have. This- Alcaraz is playing right now. He is. I'm watching it right now. That Shelton guy, for whatever his name is on the States, he is a stud. He's been phoning the crowd, turn, shutting the phone off. I'm loving that his energy. That cell he was sick. Yeah. That cell he was sick. Yeah. Um, And the Jays are just battling it out. That's all I really got, man. I've been watching How lots, do you but... lose to the Oakland A's, man? I just don't understand. Like, they're, It's just the same stuff every year with that, that, that team, man. That's what I mean. And I've talked to the boys, and I wonder what Gate 14 would think, too. Vladimir Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Vladdy, how can he ask for any type of money? Yeah, when he's playing the way he's playing. Bobachet's the guy to give the bag to, Chim. Like hundred percent. It's one or the other, and it's got to be him. Like I don't know, like Vladdy, like you can't go over four in like big games. Like you, I know it's pressure packed, but you can't be swinging it absolutely dog doo-doo at the same time I mean, he's like leads the mlb and like ground outs for double plays or yeah. whatever. i don't know i'm not leading the league yeah. but he's up there yeah so that's all i got anything else boys good okay that's gonna do it for week 124 i want to thank paulo grossi for coming on all our sponsors we love y'all bench brawl hopefully we got a couple more in the pipeline before uh the season comes to end love you all chat soon oh,